Hello and welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon, the only podcast um, <clears throat> to be uh, sponsored by the SCP Foundation. And with me here tonight is uh, Matt. Hi. And Kai. Hello. Michael is missing, as usual. You know how it goes. <laughs> and Jake is doing God's work at the hospital. But we have a replacement for the two of them today. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Radiger, and I invented the SCP Wiki. You did? I I am responsible oh, for the creation babe. of the entire oh website, and I wrote every article. Oh. Wow. You were even like a... You're, you're, you're Jane, so you think you can protect? Are you telling me that you made 12 different personal computers on the original 4chan threads? So that I you sure could, did. I was really committed. At, different IDs. How, how old would I have been? Like the 13? I was, I was really into it. Yeah. As a fairly child. You saved up all of your allowance for all of those computers. All those computers. Yep. 300 IQ genius intellect, and you spent it all on the SCP Foundation. Time oh, well that spent. potential worthy cause. <laughs> Time well spent. Do you have any idea how many of these SCP entries that have made me shit myself in terror? At least four. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, which four? Besides the titty monster. <laughs> which titty monster? Oh, there's more? The... The one in the the pre one thousand series, uh, the one with one. all the animals. Yeah, yeah. I that don't remember one. the number. Uh, the bear math equation is one of my favorites. That's the one that makes me shit the hardest. I think I take it when I've uh, gotten some constipation. Anyways, though, let's <laughs> not talk about uncomfortable SCP topics or titty monsters or bowel aside from things otherwise related to the SCP Foundation. Anyway, should I like actually introduce myself? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, actually yes. do introduce Please yourself. Please do. Uh, hi, I'm Rad. I am the writer and director of the uh, narrative podcast Find Us Alive. I have a YouTube channel and a TikTok to my great shame. Um, and I'm a <laughs> wiki staff member and SCP author. Written a handful of things. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. What are some of your interests and hobbies outside of the the foundation? Art. And I mean, I'm sort of doing all of my hobbies as my job. Like my, I make art. That's kind of what I do. And that's like what I'm doing right now. Um, but also I like to restore shoes. Oh my Ooh. gosh, really? What kind like, of shoes? Casually. Leather boots, primarily. And oh, canvas cool. shoes. Do you sell any of these, or do you just, uh, like... No, I just do it for fun for myself. Oh, that's cool. What do you do with them when you fix them up? Wear them. <laughs> just all of them? Yeah. At I once? have one pair of shoes and one pair of boots. Yeah, well, I have a lot of feet, so it, oh, it works okay. out. Alright, that's fair. What is your favorite pair of shoes that you've ever restored? Uh, I have a pair of early 2000s Harley Davidson's uh, platform heel boots nice. that I got on eBay for like 30 bucks or something. 
and those are pretty cool. Have you actually ever bought a pair of new shoes in the last 10 years? <laughs> I I literally have not. Wow. <laughs> I, I buy like exclusively used. Nice. Because it's fun. Saves you know? a lot of money. It does. Now, uh, did you have like uh, any background in writing before you started on the wiki? Um, not a ton of like official stuff. You know, I took writing classes in college, but that's about the extent of it. Uh, I hadn't like published anything officially or or unofficially before doing stuff on the wiki. I think I actually started Find Us Alive before I wrote my first article. But I've been a site member for a long time. Did the did the the SCP the the sixty three twenty did 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 that precede the podcast or did the podcast write the the SCP if you get what I mean what came first the podcast came first and okay. I wrote and drafted the article like six months before the the series opened gotcha. so like the hot second that six K ended I slam dunked it into that slot because you know I had to get it. <laughs> I, I've never listened to your podcast, but I thought I think it would. I I, th- I think the situation would have been funny if like you you during the first recording set its number as something else, and then it got changed like when you uploaded it, and then you had to go in as just like six three twenty, and then it just goes <laughs> <out>. <laughs> like shitty text to speak engine. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there's something funny we we like to do whenever we say a, a no no word that we agree that we're not allowed to say on the podcast we come up the person who said it gets to come up with a funny noise to censor it out with (laughs) that's pretty good the most intense editing we'll ever have so in an episode we did with um uh a guy named lore hammer uh J- uh, our 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 co-host jacob will say three roblox explosion sounds in a trench coat and I cannot the make sound? the Roblox ex- explosion sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Roblox explosion sound will play over what the word that he said that I had censored out. <laughs> that sounds pretty fun. That's a that's a pretty good running gag. It's a the genius editing technique. Nobody else has ever done it. You know, you should try getting like a doing it live, like <laughs> hooking it up to a button, and then you can just predict when people are going to cuss. Well, it's not, it's, it's not cussing. It's like uh, words that would get you canceled on Twitter.com if you said them. The, the <laughs> funny gamer words, as they're called. Like Pog? Uh, if you, yes. Uh... <laughs> Choose what to censor yourself with. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, 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 dang it. I forgot to tell you not to say the N-word. Don't say that. Don't say it at all. Yeah, don't other, other don't say the N-word. It will not be an issue. <laughs> I hope it wouldn't be an issue for any of you either. No, 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 no one, no one has ever uttered the N word on this podcast, except for Todd. Todd yes. One of the he other things he did. he did. Yikes, Todd. Amongst yikes other things. In, yikes, indeed. Now, another question for you that I have is, uh, how did you come up with your username? Uh, it sounded like a cool fake last name. Radiger. <laughs> Radiger. Yeah. Radiger. Radiger. 
Like, I, I, I wish agree. I had a more interesting story for you, but it's literally like, you know, everyone has their doctor persona on the SCP wiki. And I was like, <laughs> I need a cool banger last name. So I made one up. The end. Yeah, that's fair. It works. Usually people don't have an epic uh, story for their username. Now, um, uh, going back to your uh, writing, um, do you is there anything that like really influences the the stuff you put out? Like, what what, what would you say your big like influences in writing would be? Um, I think like it's kind of hard to nail it down to specific sources because I think it's sort of a mix of a lot of things. But I take a lot of influence from reading Lemony Snicket books as a kid. And, like, Terry Pratchett and sort of goofy, absurd comedy a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. Yeah, Neil Gaiman stuff. I read um, Nice. uh, Hitchhiker's Guide a lot when I was a kid. And it sort of all blends together. Huh. What about uh, uh, horror books or novels, things like that? Not really? You know, I know I'm an SCP author. I actually am not very good at writing horror. I haven't written a horror article yet. Um, So, like, I I haven't read a whole lot of horror. I've watched some movies, but I'm honestly kind of a huge baby about it. (laughs) (laughs) Ironically. We know know one of those. Oh, yes. And it's not Todd. You probably know several, I would imagine. That's pretty fair, though. That's interesting that you uh, aren't terribly interested in horror, despite the generally terrifying nature of... I'm interested in it. I'm just of... bad at it. <laughs> What's your favorite of, like, horror media? My favorite of horror media? Um, I mean, I really do like audio fiction. Part of the reason mm-hmm. that's, like, why I made a podcast. And I think there's some really, really good horror in audio fiction. Um which I'm sure people would already know because that's like one of the main genres. Um, I also really, really appreciate horror in comics just because Mm. I think there are a lot of really interesting things you can do with suspense in like page illustration. Um, I like (laughs) horror. I'm just a wuss. (laughs) You know how it is. That's very fair, honestly. It's okay. Let's uh let's read one of your articles uh, before we ask any more questions. All right. So I think I th- I think that we should take a look at the 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 big reason you do your podcast, and that would be SCP sixty three twenty. Matt, would you like to be the one who starts us off, unless Rad would like to read mm. her own article? It's up to her. What do you think? I'd say nah. I feel I feel weird doing that. <laughs> okay. I don't want to feel like it's the me show, you know. That's it fair. is for today. Yeah, I know, but I'd like to share. <laughs> <laughs> then I shall read. SCPC six three two zero object class Euclid. Special containment procedures. The SCP is currently contained with a nineteen by nineteen meter chamber built around it. Located on the lowermost floor of Research Site 107, individuals entering the SCP's containment chamber 
are to do so in standard protective attire. The chamber must be thoroughly cleaned, formerly once, now twice daily, and no loose material is to be left within formerly 16, then 25. Currently, 25 meters is not right. 30 meters of SCP-6320 is prohibited. Note, containment procedures pending revision following Incident 6320-A. SCP-6320 is an extra-dimensional rift in a stone wall at the bottom of a disused copper mine in unknown Nevada. Appearing in the shape of a mineral deposit vein, the anomaly has been described as resembling a tear or tear into outer space, with the interior even exhibiting a parallax effect. However, SCP-6320's behavior as a flat surface suggests this apparent depth is in fact a visual illusion. Any loose particulate matter, dirt, crumbs, dust, etc., or freestanding liquids left within a 16-meter radius of the SCP will gradually rearrange into a copy of SCP-6320 shape before disappearing completely. Additionally, any object or creature that comes into direct physical contact with the SCP immediately disappears as well. Recording equipment that has vanished after touching the anomaly produces no footage. Footnote, no means of recovering vanished objects or creatures has been found to date. Addendum. Formally, Site-107 is currently in the first phase of expansion. Construction will incorporate present mining structures into the new building. Phase 2 will oversee construction of new containment areas to house additional anomalies extra-dimensional in nature. Currently, Phase 2 has been cancelled due to a lack of available personnel. Got some emails here. Yeah, I can take the email from uh, Doc, uh, M. Carson to P. Hayes. All right. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Dr. M. Carson to uh, P. Hayes at SCP.net. Uh, date is 7519. Subject is RE107 expansion. While I understand the decision to cancel 107's expansion, I would like to remind everyone that, that our current safety procedures in regard to dimensional anomalies are woefully out of date. The last extensive study that I can find into the recovery of objects and creatures from extra-dimensional spaces is dated in 1989. I believe emphasis on updating safety protocol in this area would highly benefit the Foundation as a whole, considering our volume of dimensional anomalies and the extensive danger they pose. The fewer people we lose, the more we have at our disposal. Dr. M. Carson. Addendum 2. After the anomalous movement was observed in a coffee spill roughly 4 meters outside SCP-6320's previously documented area of effect, a temporary perimeter has been established by containment personnel and will be monitored for additional activity. On-site personnel are strongly advised to keep workspaces as clean and free of debris as possible, despite being outside the recorded area of effect. Uh, another email uh, from and, and to the same people three weeks later. Uh, subject is, again, the expansion of 107. 
I want to make it clear that I have no issue with the eventual decommissioning of 107. Following the decision to hold expansion, downsizing is a clear choice. 6320 has shown no extending potential for danger thus far and doesn't warrant a 200-man crew, especially given how chronically short staff we have been lately. My staff could potentially be utilized everywhere and elsewhere, but this brings me to my current issue. I want to keep my staff at least for another year or two. 6320 is the ideal candidate for developing safety measures I mentioned to you previously. Aside from the recent slight expanding of its effect radius, 6320 seems entirely predictable and measurable in its effects. The same cannot be said for most extra-dimensional anomalies. Updated safety precautions will save us manpower in the long run. We should seize the opportunity for this pursuit while people are still here. Frankly, I think it would be foolish not to. Dr. Carson. Addendum 3. Cleaning regimen of SCP-6320's chamber has been altered following a series of small tremors felt in the lower floors of the facility near the anomaly. The chamber is to be cleaned twice daily, increased from once. No other changes are deemed necessary at this time. Another email about a month later. I'm going to be blunt. You're making a mistake. We have 200 qualified people on site with what seems to be one of the least volatile dimensional anomalies we ha currently have in containment. We have very little risk and very much to gain. Our safety measures with these things are so outdated that another catastrophe as bad as expunged is basically inevitable at this point. I know my staff could be useful elsewhere, but they could be equally as useful here. Right now, I only want one year. One year, and we could save potentially thousands of lives in the event of another disaster. The Foundation wouldn't have a staff shortage in the first place if we put more effort into the safety of our personnel. We do that. We we do what we do for the safety of humanity. You forget our people are human. I strongly advise you reconsider. Dr. Carson. Incident Log 6320-A Dated September 6, 2019 1.26 p.m. Note, the following log was taken from a telephone call between Dr. Corbin, a researcher at Site-107, and MTF Alpha-4 Dispatch, Nevada. Begin log. Which one of us would like to be Corbin and which one of us would like to be Dispatch? I'll be Corbin. Oh, I can be Dispatch. Mm. Sounds good. Nice. Okay. Alpha-4 Dispatch. Hi, I know this isn't your department at all, but I, I really didn't know who else to call. This is one of the only phone numbers I had. I need immediate help with a, a situation? Emergency kind of situation, maybe? What's the situation? I'm working at Site 107 out in... Data expunged. With SCP-6320, and I got in late today, and I can't... I can't find the door. The door? The... The door. I can't find the front doors at the site. The parking lot is here, the checkpoints and everything, but the front doors are... They're they're just gone. I don't know what's happening. I can't get a hold of anyone. Nobody is answering their phones. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble parsing what you're... The site's not here. What do you mean? It's... There's this old mineshaft entrance where the front of the building used to be. There's nothing there. It's totally empty inside. It's just gone. The entire site is gone. I'm going to try and find someone who can help you. Addendum 4. Containment procedures are pending revision following the disappearance of Site-107. SCP-6320's description and location within the shaft remain unchanged. Pending reclassification to Keter. Recovery efforts are currently on hold due to lack of available personnel. Interesting. Dang, if only there was a whole podcast about what happened in there. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Crazy. 
I kind of like the entry with the uh, the lack of information, though, just because mm-hmm. it's a very big breath of fresh air compared to a lot of SCPs. Because this one is just... Fuck. It just happened. <laughs> you have no it's way a of... cautionary tale. Yeah, it's a cautionary tale. This is just sh- shit that happens on the daily to the SCP Foundation. Sometimes you get moon men that rocket people into space. Sometimes you just get a giant black hole in a mine that disappears an entire site. Just gone. Yep. One of the things that I find myself writing about a lot is just like the mundanity of life just Mm -hmm. working there and just things that happen. And this specifically is supposed to be like a standalone story on its own where you would not necessarily have to be a listener of the podcast to understand what's going on um Mm -hmm. it's supposed to work like by itself in a vacuum i think it does i'm glad (laughs) i really like that the just covering the mundanity of life like i i think it's definitely pretty relevant now when we have like you know, the global pandemic and everything when there's just such a breakdown of like all the services and personnel and stuff like that in general. So it's like, I I know this probably wasn't meant to emulate that, but I feel like that sort of breathes in a new element of horror. It kind of ended up being kind of like that, though. Because um, I mean, the show was started way before COVID happened, but it's Mm -hmm. still like very much about isolation and, you know, being trapped indoors. And that ended up being more relevant than I ever intended it to be. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, the, the weirdness of like feeling like the world is coming down around your ears, but also you're getting up every morning and going to work. Mm -hmm. And that's a very unique (laughs) feeling that, we're all sort of having now. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely a uh, a strange incident we find ourselves in today. Didn't think I'd be uh, living through a time that I would be telling my kids about, but I'm definitely going to have to tell them about the time when uh, school went online and a lot of people got the coof. It's been such a nightmare. <laughs> not yes. to talk about COVID, but like, oh my god. Yeah, it's not been too fun. Yeah, I had this I had this really bad idea in March of 2020 where I I I went to my friend Michael and my friend Jake and I was like, let's create a podcast called So You Think You Can Fan It. It's been an absolutely horrible experience. It's ruined all of our lives. One of the worst mistakes <laughs> of my life. It's it's taking over our lives. It's like an octopus. It's just like engulfing us. I mean, the worst mistake of anyone's life is starting a podcast, so relatable. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, true, though. W- women stop wanting to talk to you. <laughs> Your parts stop working. It's horrible. It's just it's just a, a thing. It's, don't start a podcast, people. Don't do it. It's you become horrible. a disembodied voice. Yeah. We we are all, in fact, just little guys who live in your computer, and when you turn it off, we disappear. <laughs> it's worse than that. We actually die every time. It's very painful. <laughs> and we, and we, feel it. we feel the pain. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard somebody screaming in your dreams? That's us. <laughs> That's us and dying any podcaster. In your <laughs> Every time you turn off your machine, you kill all podcasters. Yep. Genocide. Genocide. <laughs>
Maybe that's why Michael Shit keeps disappearing on us. Maybe. Too, he's been turned off one too many times. Sad. <laughs> yeah, cool SCP. I uh full 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 disclosure. I haven't actually listened to your uh, podcast about this specific incident. Oh, that's fine. I haven't either. Audio <laughs> fiction is bad. a very is a very weird like medium to get into. So I'll never fault anyone for not listening. Hmm. What are some of your favorite SCPs? Some of mine. I have a lot. Yes. I have. I have a whole bunch. Um. I actually can't remember if it's four eight three one or four eight one three. But the one about the three little containment robots in like the post-apocalyptic world that are guarding that vase. Have you guys read that one? I think I've never I've heard of read one. that one. Oh my god, it's so good. It sounds it's familiar. Only SCP that has made me cry actual human tears. <laughs> it's really good. As opposed to synthetic robot tears. Sergio's exactly, alive again. Yeah. yeah. He's back. Sorry about that. People love to come up to my door and ask me things while I'm trying to record. You need like a bro. sign on it that you can just like put out when you're recording. Please do not a, bother I'll me. just put a sock on the door. The, <laughs> yeah, the there you go. go. Hell yeah. Anyways, uh, did you guys ask uh, Rad if she was into anime? <laughs> no, no, we haven't asked that yet. Are you into anime? I would say I am casually into some animes. Not, like, I've only watched, like, maybe five. You're not so- watching sorry if that's a huge disappointment. Let's see. What have I watched? No, I've it's watched all good. Cowboy Bebop. Nice. I've watched JoJo. Nice. I started watching My Hero, but I gave up because it it's the writing's bad. Um, <laughs> so I've heard. Oh, what else have I? I watched the Pokemon anime, obviously. Yes. Well, of course. How about a uh, Naruto Bleacher One Piece? Did you get into the the big three fad right around then? I did None watch Full Metal Alchemist though. Nice. Don't, don't, don't let me into One Piece. <laughs> One Piece. I have I have too many friends who are into One Piece to want to get into One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I can imagine that. <laughs> yeah. You see what it does to them. Yeah. Same same with Naruto. Oh, Naruto yeah, is just too. not very good. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. Punishment. And then Bleach is kind of like a wet fart for most of its runtime. <laughs> I've never <laughs> heard anyone describe it like that, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah, it had that, a really that is fun very start. descriptive. Yeah, it had a really fun start, and then uh, the main villain gets defeated like a third of the way through the entire runtime of the story. <laughs> yeah, it pulls the BBC Sherlock. Oh my mm. gosh! Too soon. Too soon. What do you mean too soon? That was that's, like ten years ago. Too yeah, soon. Literally ten years ago. <laughs> I can't believe that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's too soon. I hate we have to, to let go, Kai. We have to wait like another hundred years to talk about this. Okay. What about video games? Into those? Them videos? Honestly, I I like watching other people play them, but I don't usually have time. Um, I've played, like, basically every Pokemon. Nice. I haven't gotten the new one yet, because I'm poor as hell. 
Uh, I play a lot of um, Osu or Os. Osu. You guys have ever seen that? Osu. The rhythm game where you click on the circles? Oh, yeah, we're aware. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have a friend who was like top 200 in the world at that game. Oh, yeah, no, I'm nowhere near. I'm like a millionth or something. Ouch. But, you know, it's fun. I am yeah. what, 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 what you might call a casual gamer. That's fair. What about you guys? What do you, what do you play? I'm I definitely not didn't finish hunting a monster at the start of this recording. If that tells you anything, I only <laughs> heard like half of that because two of you were talking at the same time. I'm pretty into the gaming scene. Yeah. Just Sergio, uh, Sergio loves his anime games. Uh, JRPGs. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> anime I, games. Do not, I, I do not play anime tie-in games usually because they're garbage and they aren't good. Did any of you guys fair. see the uh, Bloodborne PSX that just came out? I did not. Oh, did it? Is it out? It's out. Yeah, it's fucking Damn. tight too. I, I'm not. I'm not into the Souls-like games. Um, well, I. I mean, I'm. In, I'm into some. Like I played. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, but that's because I like Star Wars, and I played, like, Code Vein, but I'm not really into Dark Souls or Bloodborne or Elden Ring. I am more into Bloodborne than I am into Dark Souls, but I am bad at it. That's fair. Bloodborne is... I haven't played enough of the Dark Souls games or Bloodborne to make a solid comparison, but Bloodborne is, like, just fast. It's just a lot faster. Yeah, it's very fast. It's so pretty, though, you know? The music is so good. Have you played Sekiro? No, because I'm afraid of it. I have a copy, but I mean, like my, my house has a copy. If you like Bloodborne and Dark Souls, I think Sekiro is definitely up your alley. Yeah, I I would I would suck at it, but it does it does look fun. It just looks unbearably hard. hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was watching my one of my housemates try and beat the the giant snake for like an hour and a half. Oh yeah, the giant snake kicks everybody's ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you might like mostly, Monster Hunter. Yeah, I was about to say. Mostly, we've been playing Monster Hunter uh, Rise. Yeah. Let me hang on. That sounds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this one. It's the game yeah, where you hunt the monsters. <laughs> I would have never guessed. I knew I had seen the visuals, but I couldn't remember quite what it looked like. I'm also been. I'm also big into the critically acclaimed uh, MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV. I knew it. I knew you were going to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> up, to the level, up to level sixty with the Heaven's Word expansion. <laughs> It is now back to available to purchase, so I can say that. Okay. Alright. I'll give you that one. Sergio loves playing Final Fantasy XIV, if that wasn't clear. Yeah, I did get that. Is there anything is there anything more you would like to say about it? Perhaps some some lore that you think the listeners would be interested in? Uh FF14. Um It's it's a it's it's honestly like really good if you're not an mmo person but you like final fantasy or you just like games with like a good like long story like if you're just looking like man i just like i need something to do 
just played through the story of FF14. It's a lot of content for free. Like, I, I got 160 hours before I actually got past the part that's free. Like, that's how much, guess how much gameplay that I got without having to pay for anything. Yeah, it is definitely a crazy, crazy amount of content. Like, I, I picked Insane up... Insane amount of content. Like, uh, you can get up to level 60 with the, the trial, and I had gotten a subscription because I know I hadn't played it. And it, like, it just, like, it dawned on me, like, when I beat the, the free expansion. I was like, man... That was all free. I'm just like, like after like a hundred hours, I'm finally like getting like what I paid for, which is the the other stuff. Wow. I mean, yep. getting your money's worth for a game is not something that usually happens anymore. Oh yeah, and it's also um, uh, the community is great. Unlike a lot of other communities, um, the memes and the jokes are funny. It, it 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 is annoying though when you get the the people in the party who uh, uh pe- people uh the people who are bad at FF14 don't know how to count um they don't know directions uh which is always which is always a good one. I've heard there's a wildly thriving ERP scene that you can Oh yes, wildly thriving ER, ERP scene if if that if that's your thing. Uh you you, you want to role play <laughs> getting your getting your dick sucked in the Limsa Lamenza <laughs> Plaza, go right ahead. I'm actually on the server that's most famous for its ERP. Um I don't participate that myself, but you know, it's it's there. Sure you don't. Yeah, we Sounds really do. Sus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I could, I, I could try with, with the my, my big black bunny girl character uh, getting some simps to pay for my subs, like some people do. Yeah, got to make a living somehow. God gave us our own hands to make these. Enough games. about uh, the the critically acclaimed uh, JRP MMO JRPG. Uh, what are some of your favorite SCP authors? I think my number one favorite is Pepper's Ghost. Um. I am I am such a sucker for a good heartwarmer, and they've just written some just really fucking home run articles. Um, I think Pepper's Ghost is number one. Uh, Uncle Nicolini, which I th- I think they might have changed their username, because um, they go by NK on a lot of things, but they write a lot of stuff that I really like. They have a style that's like whimsical and. They write really, really good dialogue. I like their stuff a lot. Um, they've written a whole bunch of uh, Wilson's wildlife that I've really enjoyed. Um, I'm trying to think of other people. I really like Oboe Band Geek stuff. Uh, Oboe Band Geek is super, super good at like romance, um, which isn't usually my scene, but it is when Oboe writes it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, actually in the early stages of writing, um, working on a horror collab with, uh, Locke, which should be fun because I, I made a tweet that was like, I hate writing articles, but I like writing dialogue. Who hates writing dialogue? Let's team up. And he was like, yeah, so (laughs) we're going to write something and it's going to be cool. Do you have a timeline on that? No, because uh, a lot of other, st- I mean, Department Con happened, so everyone's been been busy with that. And then Locke is organizing this other thing that um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about. But 
He's pretty busy right now, and so am I. So it's kind of a back burner project, but we'll we'll get there. We stand lock on this good. podcast. I mean, we've had him on twice. Yeah. No, three. Yeah, twice. Twice. We've had him on twice. Yeah. I don't think I've ever spoken to him like by voice, but he seems like a really cool guy. Oh yeah, he's cool. He's really he's good to hang out he's with. Very, ta- very, very talented cool. writer. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I. I Who else did you guys have on? Uh. Let's see here. So we've had, uh, so we have Locke. Uh, we had Nikki Laika. Um, she, her episode went out Monday. Yeah, Monday. She's a sweetheart. Um. Oh yeah. And uh, we had Lord Stonefish on. Um. As I as I mentioned to you, uh, where he <laughs> yeah. his his hard drive was filled to the brim with Critical Role episodes, and we had to abort the recording. That tells you a lot about someone's personality when something like that happens. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. why Why aren't they so you think you can fan in episodes? Like, <laughs> what, what are you doing why with your Why haven't you life? downloaded our entire podcast so you can listen offline? Yeah, we have hundreds oh, of no. episodes. Come on. Hours and hours of content. Just waiting to be heard. Did you guys have Jackrabbit on at some point? Uh, No, she canceled on us. Oh, bummer. Well, yeah, she yep. said she 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 was busy with with stuff, and then she never ended up getting back to us. But um, well, it was well, she said she would get back to us when uh she is available. So we'll wait on She's that. having a busy month for sure, and she's a fucking force of nature. So it's not surprising. I reached out to DJ Cactus, but he has yet to respond to my Twitter DM. As far as I'm aware, he's got personal stuff going on right now because he's been he's been out of commission for a while. Yeah, I mean, I've also found found that people don't tend to to answer their Twitter DMs. I don't know if they just don't see them or whatever. So I tend to just at them directly on Twitter through a tweet and that usually gets their attention. Yeah, I don't get notifications from mine either. I have to like manually go in and check, which I, you know don't do very often so you know big possibility they just didn't see it yeah well yeah well yeah obviously because because you can see if somebody's seen it or not and that it's, it's usually just grayed out oh uh, see do you uh what is your background with uh fan fiction did you write any or did you read any um at all like were you into it not really i think the only the only like fan fictions i've read have been ironic but I was never really, like, when I was, like, growing up, I had a weird aversion to, like, fan art or fan fiction. Because in my little stuck-up brain, I thought it was, like, weird to write or draw about characters that weren't yours. So I just ended up never really reading any of it. Um, I'm trying to think if there is anything that I've read. There was one, like, I went through a hot minute of reading like funny ones when i was in high school but now i can't remember what any of them were about <laughs> yeah that's fair i mean uh as a primarily fan fiction podcast there is a wide variety of options out there i mean there, there it, there's tons there's probably like millions upon billions of pieces of fan fiction and there are good ones there are bad ones there are bootleg novels on uh amazon about kingdom hearts <laughs> characters that we all are suffering collective PTSD from. It's called Chain of Memories. Um, The audience loves it. it. But 
but but we we suffer for their enjoyment. Yeah, I mean, I think I think fan, as as much as I like have not really ever been involved in it, I think fan fiction is a like really cool variety of art that happens. I mean, I remember when fanfiction.net was still a thing before AO3 happened and I just think it's really neat that people can actually like publish entire books of fan work. I mean, that's like pretty much how the Star Wars like expanded universe stuff started happening, wasn't it? Am I totally wrong? Um, you might be thinking like st- fan fiction was mostly like Star Trek's thing. Star Trek uh, honestly was one of the progenitors of like fan fiction and like fan magazines and sites on the internet. That's where Mary Sue fiction. comes from actually, a Star Trek fan yeah. fiction. That that checks out, yeah. But I don't know. I think it's neat. I think it's cool that people yeah. do that. Oh yes, we 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 quite lo- I I th- I think it's a common misconception um that we that we hate fan fiction. We love fan fiction. Like 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 this podcast wouldn't happen if we didn't love fan fiction. Yeah. A lot. Like a lot a lot. Why would we read it <laughs> all the time if we didn't like it? <laughs> I mean, that is what SCP is at the end of the day. It's 4chan statue fan fiction by the boatload. The truckload, if you will. Million load. That's a good way to describe it. It's fan fiction that we all collectively take way too seriously. Some people take seriously, some people take very not seriously. I am one of the people that takes it not seriously. I've written some dumb comedy bullshit. Good. I think funny SCPs are even funnier because of how many horror SCPs there are. So when you finally find one that's just not remotely scary and it's just a grand old time, that's fun. It's just Most awesome. Most of mine are comedies. Hmm. Speaking of comedy SCPs, because I'm the god of transitions, I have I I I I think there's one here that we can read that I think might sum that up. Um, five three twenty. Uh, the the people's church of the fish that just goes on forever. Wait, can I suggest a different one? Okay, which which because which? that is that is like my big big famous super popular one, um, but I think you guys would enjoy the man bear if you haven't read the man bear yet. The I've never read the, I've never read the man bear, but that sounds like something that'd be on up Mass Alley. <laughs> it's one of my newer <laughs> ones. Let me put it in the little. Would it happen to be SCP-6326? It sure would. (laughs) It's one of my greatest (laughs) creations. If I'm I'm being honest. Let's take a little And I imagine that your podcast audience probably has not heard of it yet, because a lot of people have heard of Well, we haven't heard of it yet, and we've heard of everything. So they definitely haven't heard of it. Everything in the whole world? Everything. Everything. Oh my god. Everything ever. You must have such huge brains. Yeah, in fact, something I can tell you is redacted. <laughs> All right. Have we got it loaded up? Yes. yes. Oh, I saw that drawing. Don't <gasps> scroll down. Don't scroll down. I saw it. SCP-6326. Object class Euclid. SCP-6326 is currently located in Zone 6326, a cordoned-off area of woodland near the town of Alder, Washington. Zone 6326 is known to the public 
as a wildlife reserve for an endangered species of mushroom and is to be monitored by surveillance equipment and daily patrol of the perimeter. The SCP's habitat is to be monitored for the presence of other animals, particularly fish, deer, elk, and moose, with populations of the aforementioned animals kept at normal levels as to be natural food sources for SCP-6326. Attempts by civilians of Alder, of Eider, to access the area are to be handled by local law enforcement. Online disinformation methods include obviously fraudulent reports of sightings, poorly edited photos claiming to depict SCP-6326, and pages debunking the existence of the anomaly. Residents of Eider are permitted to believe in the fictionalized version of SCP-6326 as a cryptid. Agent Ira Watts is currently undercover in Eider in order to gather information from residents about the SCP. SCP-6326 is a hexapedal mammal that resembles a combination of a human man and a grizzly bear. Colloquially known by locals as the man-bear, SCP-6326 is often described as having a centaur-like build with the upper torso, front legs, and head of a bear attached to the shoulders of a white male human body. I don't like that. SCP-6326 <laughs> moves primarily by crawling on its humanoid hands and feet, but has been observed running bipedally on occasion. I like that even less. It displays similar behavior to non-anomalous bears, subsisting on a diet of fish, scavenged or hunted game animals, and vegetation, and hibernates during winter months. Its humanoid body differs from a non-anomalous human in the following respects. It has a thicker epidermis with higher resistance to extreme temperatures, coarser body hair, slightly larger body proportions, denser bones, thicker and harder fingernails, denser muscle mass, Various differences in sizes of internal organs. Despite its possession of a partially humanoid body, the SCP displays a level of intelligence that is no higher than any non-anomalous bear. While it uses its humanoid hands for hunting and other means of survival, it does not appear to have the capacity to make or use any tools. SCP-6326, I love that picture. That may be one of my favorite pictures ever for any SCP. It regularly patrols a route considered to be the edge of its territory. Upon attempts to remove the SCP from this area, SCP-6326 will vanish and reappear at a random location within the territory. It is noted that removal from the area is quite upsetting to the SCP, and upon reappearance, it will become extremely aggressive. While aggravated, SCP-6326 has been observed punching and kicking objects with its humanoid limbs. History SCP-6326 came to the attention of the Foundation after a photo of the anomaly began circulating throughout online cryptozoology forums. All occurrences of the photo were deleted, as were other pieces of credible evidence. The town of Eider nearby 6326's territory has developed a deeply integrated local culture surrounding the anomaly, with themed businesses, clubs, public artwork, and a small, but not insignificant, tourism industry. Considering the success of Foundation disinformation, very few residents or visitors of the town sincerely believe the SCP actually exists, treating it instead as a local legend. Ooh, and we have a log taken. I have oh. a question. This is probably a dumb question, but did you draw the man-bear? I sure did. Did you? He is In beautiful. Any way? Yes, it is very... <laughs> it's majestic. <laughs> he got the booty. I um I have to admit 
I looked at it for maybe a quarter of a second before I scrolled back up to stop spoiling it. I uh, I did believe until I saw it in greater detail that the very darkly shaded leg in the background was a uh, third <laughs> leg, if you know what I mean. Oh, uh, just just wait, just. Just wait until a little uh, later in the article. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, man, Bearcock. Uh, yeah. I must ask. I, I must, we'll get there. I, I'm compelled to ask you, were you tempted to add pig to this at all? I was not. It's actually based on a recurring thing I would draw in art college. You're telling me, hold the... Hold the fucking phone up. You're telling me this is not inspired by Man Bear Pig from South Park. It's actually not, no. Holy shit. I have n- I have never watched South Park. <laughs> they stole your it's actually idea. it's it's actually inspired by the Centaur Tar from Gravity Falls. Ah uh, that okay, that makes a lot more sense based on the design then. Alright, that's fair. You should watch the uh the Man Bear Pig episode. They stole your idea. Or at least <laughs> two thirds of your idea, and then added Al Gore into the mix. <laughs> I'll I'll consider it research. All right, who there wants to go. be Watts and who wants to be Geiser? I'll be uh, Watts. I'll be Geiser. I'll be right. the the women. <laughs> Sergio when? also likes being the women. He's best girl. <clears throat> hey, no offense, Afternoon, Ira. How are you feeling? Fine. Somebody made a mistake with this paperwork. I got a briefing packet for an undercover job in some backwater cryptid fan club. I think this was supposed to go to somebody else. SCP-6326? Yeah, the, uh, man bear thing. No, that's for you. What? That's your next assignment. We're glad to have you back. This can't be my assignment. I'm way overqualified for this. Maybe once you've had more time to heal, we can look into getting you something less slow. Look, I can do task force work. Fine, with one arm. And one eye? Yeah, and one eye. And I'm not going from lamb to five to this horse shit. Come on, kid, it's not that bad. Not that bad? Have you seen the cover story they gave me? Who came up with this? You're gonna have to do it, Ira. This is fucking insulting. Addendum 1. Undercover Operation. Agent Watts has been embedded in Ida's largest man-bear social club in order to glean information about the origins of the SCP. Multiple club members are confirmed to have seen the SCP. Who wants to be person of interest 6326-2? I will be (laughs) that person of interest. Oh boy! If everybody wants to have a seat, we, we, we'll get our meeting started. Uh, it, it's a special meeting today because we have a new member in our ranks. Uh, why, why don't you stand up and introduce yourself? No. Okay, if... <laughs> wait, wait, fine. Hi, uh, I'm, uh, I'm Keaton Ramsey, and I'm... I'm here doing preliminary research for my amateur art house documentary that I am making because I am a film student. Sounds very interesting. Everybody give give him a round of applause. Now, we, we have some news to go over. Majority of meeting consists of discussion 
of various false theories and fabricated sightings, extraneous information has been expunged for brevity. Don't forget to, 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 to talk to Keaton about your interview. I actually only need interviews from a couple of you. Everybody gets to be in the movie. Okay. Our next meeting will, will be on the 16th. It's going to be a, be a big one. Howard is going to be there. and He said he has some spicy new evidence. Uh, excuse me? Keaton, question? Yeah, is that guy in the picture Howard? It sure is. Taken at our annual barbecue last year. And that's a wizard hat that he's wearing? Yep, he practically never takes it off. Awesome. Cool. Great. All right, so an email from irawant at scipnet to Margaret Geyser. And the subject is transfer from SCP-6326. Dr. Geyser, I am requesting an assignment transfer. I do not believe that I am an appropriate fit for this assignment. My skill set does not align with the responsibilities required of me here, and I strongly feel that this anomaly would be better served by someone with more experience with civilians. Thank you for your consideration, Agent Ira Watts. From M. Geyser to I. Watts, re-transfer of S- transfer from SCP-6326. Ira, your request is denied. Due to the nature of your injury and how you, are, how you acquired it, you are not cleared for advanced threat missions for at least several years. I understand your frustration, but this is the closest thing to field work I could get for you. Unless you want a desk job, you're stuck with the man bear. Dr. Margaret Geyser. Same conversation. Fuck you and I hate this. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine if we were in charge of uh, giving people, like, cover stories for the... uh... Uh, the SCP Foundation, it'd be like, uh, yeah, so you're, uh, your name is going to be uh, Mike Hawk, and you're a pornography historian. <laughs> <laughs> Get out there, have fun. Your main character quirk is you love letting people know that you like men. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will be person of interest number four. Four in the first of these addendum interviews. <clears throat> Name Carol Vone, age 42. Notes saw the SCP while in the area painting a watercolor landscape, sketched SCP 6326 in a small notebook, citing verified as true. Begin log. So you drew the man bear. Yes, I've drawn lots of pictures of the man bear. It sticks in your mind. But the first time I was out painting and it wandered into my field of view. It's really a majestic thing. Have you seen it? Nope. Do you have a copy of that drawing? I have a picture of it on my phone, but the original is in a frame down at Jerry's. They bought it off me for $50. Can I see the picture? Oh, of course. Let me go find it. And you're positive that you saw the real thing. How do you know it wasn't just a regular bear? Oh, it, it had human anatomy uh, of, a, of a man. I made sure to capture that in the drawing. Oh my god, yes you did. Yeah, it makes some folks uncomfy, but accuracy is very important to me. You know what? I know a lot of people who also really love accuracy. Let me get a closer shot of that. 
<laughs> I think what makes that funny is Matt. Matt, you use the voice that you usually use when you're playing your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be a Shani Meyer White person of interest? Three. I can do that. Documented the aftermath of SCP-6326's aggression following its removal and reappearance in its area. Took multiple photos of damage to trees and shrubs, humanoid handprints, fingernail scratches, and bare paw prints. All photos were later destroyed by Foundation cybersecurity personnel. Tell me about your experience with the man bear. I, I I didn't see it, but I got a shit ton of pictures of its tracks. It went berserk and shredded a bunch of trees for some reason. Those must be some wild pictures. Don't have them anymore. Hard drive crashed out of nowhere, wiped out the whole thing mysteriously right after I started talking about them. That sucks. I'm like 99% sure that there's some kind of men in black shit going on. Wow, that would be so crazy. <laughs> who wants to be a uh, hunter smith i don't want to have kai talking <laughs> yes talking for two people at once here so uh do you want to I, I could be hunter smith sounds good <clears throat> club president saw scp-6326 while walking his dog citing verified as true dog reacts aggressively to all images of bears age 31 <laughs> You you know I'm I'm just so happy that you decided to 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 make your movie about us. It's a real honor. Sure. Yeah. So you saw the man bear, right? Yep. And I saw it. Nothing else to say about it. Well, now Copper's afraid of bears. <laughs> Aren't dogs normally pretty afraid of bears? <laughs> yeah, but he's also afraid of naked men now too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I don't want to think about that any more than I have to. <laughs> All right. And I'll be a Howard Berlintention. Person of interest one spent several years taking regular camping trips in the area surrounding the SCP's territory in an attempt to gather more evidence of its existence. All gathered print casts, drawings, and fur samples have been successfully branded as hoaxes by Foundation Disinformation Efforts. Several samples have been destroyed or vandalized as well. He is 86 years old. <laughs> I gotta know what the hat is for. It's to remind myself of my roots. That everybody thinks I'm a crazy man. Might as well look the part. And a tinfoil hat wasn't doing it for you? It irritated my scalp. Uh, of course it did. Hi. Was the biggest manbologist of them all. So <laughs> they found those mushrooms. <laughs> I love a good mushroom. So stay away. It helps on Mother Earth. Back up. Did you say manbologist? Manbology study of the man bear. Right. And you found all kinds of footprints and handprints and stuff. All kinds. All kinds. Everywhere. All kinds. How do you know it wasn't just a hoax? Kids going out to the woods to plant tracks and tricks people? Because 
The world's weirder than that, young Mr. Ramsey. Plenty of strange, magical things out there. You know where to look? I'll take your word for it. You'll learn when you're older. Yeah, I'm sure I will. Are, are you going to the next meeting? Got some real interest, interesting stuff to show off. What kind of stuff? Well, let's just say my granddaughter. She figured out how to get pictures off my camera telephone. Interesting. And some various other interviews. Did you say it was inside your house? Yes, it was eating my trash with its little human hands. Did it look anything like a raccoon? It can change its shape. It can change its shape. And my psychic says that dreams can predict the future. So I pay attention and I write it all down. Last night, I had a dream that I was playing this video game. And the man bear was there. He was in the video game. But also the video game was a game of my stepdad's house. And the man bear was my stepdad. I haven't figured out what it means yet. I need to interview some other people at some point. Anyway, the most important dream I had was actually a few months back. Oh my god. And then it ran off into the woods. It was too big to be a regular bear. And it couldn't have been a moose? I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, can I ask you a question now? Is it about my arm? No. Is it about my eye? Because Number no, C you cannot respond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is made, Sergio. How how sassy do you feel today? <clears throat> I'm I'm always feeling sassy. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you ever wonder if he's ripped? Are we still talking about the human bear hybrid monster in the woods? Yeah, he lives in the woods and hunts with his bare hands. Don't you think he'd be jacked? I guess. And they say he's bigger than normal people. Hoping there, this <laughs> isn't going where I think it's going. What I'm saying is that I bet he's hung. I hate it here. Very good. I, <laughs> I love these. <laughs> My favorite is the old man. It's so good. Did I do a good job as the old man? Oh, I yeah. tried to oh, capture yeah, his great. sterling fucking lucid insanity. <laughs> <laughs> Except he's probably the most sane and reasonable of them all, considering he's probably <laughs> talking about other SCPs. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Who knows? All right. On to Geyser and Watts once more, in a log taken from a video conference between the agent and the Dr. Geyser. Nice to hear from you, Watts. Excited for that new intel. You sounded very enthusiastic over the phone. Oh, I'm very enthusiastic. What are you wearing? It's called merch, Geyser. Look it up. Why are you wearing man bear merch? <laughs> because I'm undercover. It's what Keaton Ramsey, documentary film student, would do. I'm all in now. Number one man bear fanboy. That's me. Oh, I see. You're being shitty on purpose. I don't know what you're talking about. What is that hat made out of? Paper mache, obviously. 
Okay, I'm ignoring all of this. What did that POI have? Anything interesting? It's all extremely interesting if you're a real fan. Did you know it was once seen flying over Eider on Christmas Eve? Maybe you should come back when you're feeling less childish. I don't know what you're talking about. I am being so sincere right now. I am taking my job very seriously. Do you see my hat? Only a serious man would be wearing all this. I have traversed splinter realities and fought sub-dimensional monsters with my bare hands. And this is essentially the same and not at all a waste of my abilities. Just tell me what you found out about the old man. He's got really hard evidence that the man bear was sent to Earth by aliens. A very grainy picture on a flip phone from 2005. Is it credible? Is it actually aliens? Totally. Why would I have any reason to doubt the world's leading manbologist? See for yourself. This is clearly a picture of something being thrown out of a helicopter. Yeah, I know it's a fucking helicopter. Watson, you better cut the attitude or I'm going to have to write you up for insubordination. You wouldn't. Only because I'm genuinely worried you might be having a mental break. (laughs) (laughs) Addendum 3. Informational leak. Oh shit, who was POI3? Was that me? Maybe. It's the 19 year old. Oh, that no. is you. No. Uh, no. I was I was the 42 year old woman and then the old oh, man. Oh, never mind. Sergio is the 19 year old. Uh, he used his sexy southern accent for a girl living oh, in yeah. Washington. Hey, hey, yeah. Peyton. What do you want? I'm going home. You're not really a film student now, are you? I'm totally a film student. You don't look like one. And you look big for a 12-year-old. I'm 19. Don't you have homework to do or something? Are you a man in black? Are you asking me if I'm an alien hunter from the Will Smith movie? You know what I mean. No, I am not an alien hunter from the Will Smith movie. What happened to your face? Classified information expunged. (laughs) (laughs) Note. Following breach of protocol, Agent Watts was reprimanded and suspended from duty for three weeks. Person of Interest 3 was administered amnestics and is no longer considered a security threat. Emails. Okay. Subject, you're welcome. Ira, good news. I spoke to Commander Conley and he agreed not to have you fired. I'm sure I don't need to tell you that you are on thin ice. I pleaded mental instability following your injury, but that's not going to hold up forever, so you had better be a model of good behavior at your next position. You cannot pull something like this again. That being said, I have found a new assignment for you. You'll be getting the details in a couple days, and I better not hear you complaining. Beggars can't be choosers. I'm sure you want to know what we found out about that helicopter photo you found. It is pretty fascinating, Dr. Geyser. Re, you're welcome. Oh my god, I literally don't even care about the fucking helicopter. Please just tell me my next assignment isn't going to be bullshit or I will actually lose my mind. R.E., you're welcome. Ira, how do you feel about working with children? Dr. Margaret Geyser. Re, 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 you're welcome. How do you feel about my two weeks notice? Ugh. The end. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> This is this perfect. Was, this was one of the better ones I've ever read. Maybe even <laughs> top ten. This is just well, thanks. It's so fucking surreal <laughs> and funny. <laughs> I think <laughs> wide hood classic. 
what makes it fit in is I could imagine this happening to somebody at the SCP Foundation. Like you just get stuck on this backwater bullshit duty for an SCP that literally won't do fucking anything. <laughs> in fact, it's essentially just like a weird bear. <laughs> it's <laughs> there's nothing even. Why are I, I'm honestly actually curious. Why are they even like keeping this a secret? Anything that's out of the ordinary, the SCP Foundation contains, even if it's just like weird man bear. Oh no, that <laughs> means they're coming for they me. Because it doesn't do fucking anything. All it does is it reappears when you take it away. Yep. That's the only thing that actually <laughs> is weird in a strange and abstract sense. You know, aside from it's the fact that it's a fucking bear on the top of a man. <laughs> Runs around on its two human legs. <laughs> no, it's quadrupedal most of the time, except yeah. when it isn't. <laughs> Crawls around on all fours. I like to think that when it's walking. Uh, unrelated to, to man bear, but a an equally pressing question nonetheless. So the picture of you on your uh, author page. I have to ask, where did you get shorts with Keter on the ass from? <laughs> I made them. <laughs> That's wonderful. Oh. Nice. Yep. My greatest creation. Kai needs one that says Apollyon because that shit creates traffic accidents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know no, there's a website no where you can do like POD, like shorts where you put anything on the ass, but I just painted those from Goodwill. Nice. The better version of getting anything printed on the ass is just doing it yourself. Yep. DIY, baby. Mm-hmm. Just put a sign on a chair and sit on it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That would probably work. Maybe get a little smeared. Might not work very well, but I'm sure it would work. Could add some charm. Oh, that was very fun, though. I love that. I like I'm to imagine like when Manbear walks around on two legs, I like to think it's just like a normal bear. It has no fucking clue what to do with its front limbs, so it just sort of swings them around. Yep. Might find some food and use its human hands to shove it into its bear mouth. <laughs> what are the bear <laughs> arms for? I, I have to ask. Physiologically, what what does the bear part do? It grabs oh, fish. Know. Vibes. <laughs> it it the real answer is it looks funny. <laughs> Good uh, enough for me. Now, uh, uh, going back to the, the the wiki itself, how did you how did you discover it? Um, my friend, uh. Me and my friend and a couple of other, I think my brother, uh, read a couple of them out loud to each other in an abandoned paintball fortress in the woods next to where I lived. Uh, the first the first one we read was 093. Just like in the forest, in the middle of the night, downloaded onto our iPod touches because it was like 2011 or something. And, you know. Didn't do anything with it for a long time because I was in school and 
busy. Um, That's fair. But then got back into it in college. So I, I lurked for a really long time before I actually got a membership. But yeah, I've been reading it for a real long time. For sure. I also got around, uh, I was big into reading it in uh, high school when I had a lot of downtime in band. I would just read SCPs. And the podcast has kind of reignited my uh, a chance to actually read through uh, SCPs because it, it's good content. Yeah. A lot of them are like really bite-sized too. I mean, less less these days. They're getting longer and longer, but if you read GOI formats, they're all very short. What uh, what are some of your favorite ones? My favorite GOI SCP. formats or SCPs? Um, <clears throat> I was telling the other guys, I always forget the number. I think it's forty one eighty three. Um. Which is the one about the little containment robots. Oh, that... yeah. Yeah, I came back for that. Yeah. Um, that one, 3171, the one with the phone sex cactuses. Have you read that one? I have not read that one. No, that sounds great, though. Oh, my God, it's so good. Another comedy article. Um, I don't remember. I have a hard time with the numbers because I have dyscalculia, so they literally all get jumbled in my head. But I think it's 6101 which is the broken masquerade about the Make-A-Wish kid. And it's so... It's super short and just, like, absolutely gut-wrenching. It's gorgeous. Are you familiar with the legend himself, Moon Champion? Yes. <laughs> We're of big course. Moon Champion fans. Stands of the Moon Champion, of course. What yeah, about, that's uh, a good one. The, the portal to the fridge with the Mountain Dew in it. I missed half of that. What'd you say? I said the portal to the fridge that contains Mountain Dew. I actually don't think I've read that. Yeah, it's a it's a Gamers Against Weed one. Uh, this this guy, he's friends with a guy who's a Gamers Against Weed. He texts him one day, and he's like, "Do you think like we could like make an anomaly where like you just you just put your hand through a portal and it just reaches into the fridge?" And then he's like, "Sure, yeah, I know a guy with portals." And then, like, he gets it made for him, and he calls his friend back. He's like, I have a problem. And he's like, what? And it's just like, the fridge is out of Mountain Dew. And he's like, it's not working? No, I'm too lazy to restock the fridge with Mountain Dew. <laughs> I love Gamers Against Weed. I'll have to find that one. And, and, and then his solution is, is that he's like, I'll just fix it myself. So he kind of, like, he does fix it in a way where the, uh, the fridge stocks, um, like, 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 replenishes its supply of Mountain Dew, but it's got some kind of eldritch, like, master hand entity that, like, grabs and kills a D-class uh, because it flicked a, a bottle cap back into the dimensional portal. <laughs> I think one of my favorite types of Gamers Against Weed thing is the that tail format that's, like, the the social media site, the Void site, that's, like, all of the all of the GOIs have like their corporate accounts and people write stories in that format. And those are always super fun. I haven't, I haven't seen that, but I want to check out the, the gamers against weed Jojo parody. Oh yeah. I saw that and I keep forgetting to read it, but storm site 19 is really good. I like that one. Do you have a favorite, uh, in universe character of the foundation? I mean, besides my own? Yeah, besides your own. <laughs> but don't, doesn't count. 
I like lesbian Gengar. I like the um. Oh my god, what's his name? The phone guy from Herman Fuller's. Um. No clue. I don't remember what his name is, but he's like a phone man who has like a phone in his head, and he's really cool. I, I mean, no would it be cheating to say Dado? <laughs> no. Because I'm a huge Dado stan over here. We read the one that's like his, like, it's like explode a thingamabob or whatever, and it like makes your head blow up or something like that. We read it yeah, a long time right. ago. The one, <laughs> pills for what make the people old and horny is very good. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's like half the article is like people sending text messages saying just like the worst horniest shit, but like as really, really old people. Mm -hmm. Super great. Love that one. <laughs> Have you read uh, 3,999? 3, 3, oh, yeah. I'm a big... Me and uh, our co-host Jake are big fans of Researcher Talleran. I think he's, like, the biggest badass at the Foundation. Yeah. They've got some... They've got a lot of angst. Uh, I don't oh, know yeah. if you've read Portraits of Your Father, probably, but, like, that... I, I, I've i never read the tales, just the original story, the 3999. Like, Draven and Talaran have, a, have, like, kind of a huge fan base, especially with, like, off-wiki people. They're really popular on, like, Tumblr a lot. Mm. But Portraits of Your Father fucked me up. It is so good. It's very well... sad, though, so heads up. We'll definitely have to put it on the list. I, wa I wanted to do a, a Talaran-focused episode that was just the tales that were involving him. Yeah. Gnarly, gnarly stuff. But yeah, he's you, really interesting. Do you have any least favorite SCPs? Uh, I mean, I have a lot that I think are overrated. Like, most of the, you know, the really popular ones from Series 1 are just, like, f fine. They're fine. They're, like... Yeah, I I'm the same way. I think I th I think series one a little sus overall. They're really like basic. They're they're a lot of like ooh, fork. It uh it it it's, it, it it like changes metals when you put it in spaghetti, and it's like oh okay, that's cool. Yeah, I mean they've got their place. They were like you know how we honed the genre. So like I I respect them. But I am sometimes frustrated that the most popular articles are ones that are like just kind of okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> when there's when there's so much just like better stuff out there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Now there's some really amazing stuff available to read. Yeah. I think, I think it's kind of main list. Hmm. Go ahead. Uh, Matt, what was, I think this is also series one. What's the one that you, you made us read that had us all dying laughing? It like, it changes something like, like, like it, it changes like something like, like about the writing of the article. Like it redacts things or the something. The typo one. The typo one. Oh yeah, the typo one. Yeah, the typo one is hilarious. Was that a J? Uh, no, I don't no, think it was. No, it's real. It's a real SCP. Cause I, I, rem I know I've read that one. I just can't remember if it was. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I can't remember what the big joke of the article was, but I thought it was really. It's really, really funny. All I know is my favorite portion of the text is "data expanded" instead of "data <laughs> expunged." <laughs> that's that's, <pretty> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, oh yeah, I, f- I, I just found it. It's SCP-586. Yeah, 586. Uh, yeah, it's in so any sense, good. it's written about the object. At least one typist will be created. Specifically, one or more <laughs> words will be faced by Ant's correct, incorrect word. <laughs> Oh yeah, I this one. I remember this. In this test, a portion of this sentence data plunged. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Sergio, I like your squeak laugh. Wait, here's the part that's the funny one. ND personnel were asked to transcribe the short phrase it is. All were successful. Some personnel were then shown the object and asked to describe it using the phrase they had earlier earlier transcribed. Results. <laughs> it, it, is, is, if, is, Illinois. I hiss. <laughs> Titties. Ibis. Iris. Italy. Data expanded. <laughs> Oh, that's, yeah. that's so good. I'm a fan of format screws. I like when articles get weird. SCP Integer is another one that's like that. Mm. That's pretty one's pretty good. Yep. Uh, speaking of some of the, the those earlier SCPs, or just like like what what like uh, if if you could write w- rewrite one older SCP, which one would you pick and what would you change? Oh my god, I don't know. Um, the thing is, like, I don't know if I would want to ever rewrite one of them because I, you know, would rather write a new original thing. Um, honestly, I think 173, like, it, it just could use work. It's just very, that's one of the ones that, like, no one would ever rewrite ever in a million years, you know, but yeah, it's like, you know, it's like four sentences long. (laughs) It could use some more meat on those bones. Yeah. Um, the one I don't know what I would change about this one, but one of my one of my favorite series ones was the one I know there's an eight in the number. It's the one about the weird carnival with the kid skeletons and all the pumpkins. You know I that don't one? Know that one. No. Oh, it's it's really creepy. I don't know what I would change, but if I could be associated with one of them, that's a pretty good one for it. I feel like I could I could maybe do a rewrite of the one with the never ending um the never ending water flask. Because that one was kind of comedic. And I feel like I could go somewhere with that. Nice. What about the like bag of potatoes pocket dimension? Anybody ever seen that one before? I don't think I've read not. that one now. I don't think I've read that one now. Mm. Maybe some t- some time later. It's pretty funny, but also like existential. Good. <laughs> funny, but with some extra stuff is my favorite. Yes. Would uh on the topic of rewriting, would you? Are there any that you've written that you think might you might want to rewrite that you like look back at and say, ah, maybe that wasn't my best work. I might rewrite a little bit of 5132 because I've written tales about some of the characters and their personalities have kind of changed. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, I don't think 
6320 is my best work, the first one that we wrote. I just think it lacks a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll tweak that one at some point in the future. I have to fix the text messages on my most recent one because I had this cool coding thing that totally broke when I tried to post it. And I just haven't gotten around to, to fixing it yet. Do you have any SCP tropes that you just, like, can't stand? Um, I mean, just general sexism. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of earlier stuff was like, look at this woman monster who fucks everything. Look Ouch. at look at this monster whose whose main deal is that like you know it's just rape horror, which I think is boring. <laughs> I am so glad they rewrote one six six. It is so much better now. Which one is one six six? Um, the one about Clef's daughter. Uh, used to be a teenage succubus. Her whole anomaly was that she kept getting assaulted and she had to eat cum to survive. And she was 16 years old, so it was really gross. <laughs> is that That's the one I'm fun. thinking of where, where, like, it's redacted, but it's, like, assumed that, like, like, like D-Class have to rape the anomaly to keep it under control? Is that 166, or is that a different one? No, you're thinking of That's the, a uh, different one. That's, that's a very um, different one. Five, three, something? Yeah, it's, it's a much higher number. Oh, what is that? That's the one two, with, um... I think it's 231. 231 is that one, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is too. Uh, is that one. is that Montauk procedure? Montauk, yeah, Montauk procedure is the one that it is. Because, um, yeah, that one is. A, yeah, that a controversial one's a, article. Uh, yeah, that one's a whole bevy of implied meaning. Because yeah, it redacts I mean, a lot. But I think get... in in a lot of ways it's kind of cool in how much it it's like one of the only ones where the redactions are that's, really successful. That's what I was going to say. For how much it redacts, it redacts it very cleverly. I think my favorite one, the the favorite example of that is, you know, you can, you don't know what it's redacting, but you know how many letters they redacted. And uh, I think it said something like um, one of the instances of the SCP or one of the subjects of the SCP is a female between, and it's one digit and then two digits years of age. So you immediately know, oh God, oh, that's, that's too young for anything to be happening to. And it adds that really fucked up sense of horror to it. Yeah. I have I have some mixed feelings about that one, because I think it does the, like, fear of the unknown really well. But I also don't like that it's like, here's another child rape article. Great. Yeah. <laughs> cool. It's very fucked up. <laughs> yeah. It just reminds me, you know, the... <sighs> That really awkward, it's like the, the sex offender, like, like, uh, rap video where it's like, we used to be bad and we used to be good. It's like the foundation where it's like, we used to write rape articles. Now we do not. <laughs> no, we do not. Thank God. Uh, except, I mean, not to talk too much about rape articles, but have you guys read 4231? No. I don't know what that is, no. The one about the, it's, it's, uh, not crossover. It's a tie-in to that other uh, Montauk procedure article, and it's oh about the boy. the house that like the compound was underneath. And it's like, I mean, big sexual assault warning. It's like really graphic, but it's like really. I mean, I guess tastefully done is not the right phrase, but it's, it's just like it's way done more with some class. Than, 
Yeah, and it's really fucked up, but like, it's super good also. And there's a scene with a horse in boiling water that I will never get out of my brain as long as I fucking live. (laughs) Ouch. Yeah, it's really good. If you could launch any SCP into space for comedic value, which one would you launch? Man Bear. <laughs> would it just yeah. die? I would, I, would make, I would make sure there's a little like circular window so that so that humanity can see inside. <laughs> oh, you mean like Are in you... a pod? You wouldn't just launch yeah. him just like out an airlock? No, I wouldn't like shoot him into the sun, but like he gets to go to space. All right, how long I love do you that. think Man Bear would last against SCP-682? Not in a fight. The lizard just finds out Man Bear exists, and somehow Man Bear gets put inside of the containment chamber with 682. I feel like because Man Bear isn't human, 682 wouldn't care that much. But he's mostly human. (laughs) So would that mean that 682 would mostly care, but not all the way? Would he rip the two two parts apart? Oh, maybe. Can Man Bear be killed in that way? That's the question. That's a big question. It did survive getting thrown out of a helicopter. It did. <laughs> so I guess, God, I want to write a tale about that now. That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> man bear versus the lizard. Oh, God. Could you imagine down. if man bear became a Jack Bright? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> SCP-682 oh looks down at Man Bear. What am I supposed like, to do uh, with this? <laughs> like, like, like one day Jack Bright just pisses like off like an MTF member, and like he like he like domes him, and it's like, oh shit, we killed Doctor Bright. What do we do? And then like Ira, who's like still around, he's like, I got an idea. <laughs> they just <laughs> <laughs> put him on the Man Bear. <laughs> you make it too powerful. <laughs> Yeah, Ira Watts does not, in fact, quit. He is, oh. He's in another thing. Oh. Hmm. Do we find out what happened to his arm and eye, or is that still classified? I actually don't know what happened. You didn't think of that? <laughs> I, I have, like, a vague thought of, like, I don't know. It was in some fight with some kind of monster on, like, an MTF mission deal. You should like, write about it. Yeah, I should yes. write about it. At some point. Maybe. I have 40 million other things to write, but I'll get to it. It's very specifically a very d- dumb monster that very specifically loves eating arms and eyes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is it as uh, shockingly clever as the SCP that will kill you, though? <laughs> Maybe it was that one. Ooh. Oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Who knows? I but don't. it didn't actually kill him, though. No. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it tried, but but the man bear got him first. Oh, that I like tough. where the story is going. <laughs> man bear secret lore. <laughs> yes. Man bear turns out to be one of the most powerful SCPs in existence. <laughs> because when you rip the two halves apart, it makes two man bears. <laughs> they divide like a cell. 
But what happened? You know, okay, I, see, see, that could be that could be like my April Fool's Day tale. Is I no, write no, about no. like the man bear versus the lizard, and the lizard keeps pulling them in half, and it just keeps making more. If you rip them in half, it makes one of them heals back to man bear, and then the bear grabs the ground and then becomes bear man. There's just then a man <laughs> part that comes out, but they're visually identical in every single way it's just the bear man walks with the bear half on the bottom with the man half on the top there's yeah, no oh, difference I yeah that. i like your thinking that <laughs> you know what? Very I, good. I, I, I just came up with a question that i think we need to start asking more people who would your horrible fan cast be for uh dr bright in a live action adaptation bill hater <laughs> 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 i've thought about this Tom Holland is Dr. Jack. Oh God, Bright. no! Are you kidding me? Chris Pratt. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm literally going to say Chris Pratt. All right, all right. Hear, hear me out. Dr. Bright, Bill Hader. Uh, hear me out. Dr. Gears, John Malkovich. Ken, Bill Hader, Nicholas Cage. Oh. I don't know. I feel like Nicholas Cage <laughs> could be one of the O5s better. Oh, you're right. Oh, that would be so. He would funny. be a D class, like 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 Nick Cage's character from Willy's Wonderland ends up as a D class. <laughs> like, like 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 oh maybe like that like his like super punch soda becomes an SCP and he just like like they go to contain it. He's just like, I'm not to come with you. <laughs> they like go to contain his drink and they're like just. Like, Fuck you for making this. You're going to death prison forever. <laughs> yep. Ouch. <laughs> that shit sucks. Okay, Rad. You have an infinite budget. Like you got all the money in the world. You're you're Jeff Bezos. What <laughs> what SCP project would you make? Game, movie, television show. What is your dream SCP project? Unlimited budget. Whatever actors you want. Nothing stopping you. I mean, it would have to be, like, a continuation of the show I wrote an actual pilot episode for. Because I wrote I wrote a script for a pilot episode. It has Ira Watts in it for a little bit. But I never wrote past that. But it's, like, Stranger Things type teen horror kind of deal. And I've thought about making it into an audio fiction, but it would either be that. Oh my God. There are like a couple of other things though. I'm working on a, a pilot for a broken masquerade comedy. That's like a, what we do in the shadows style mockumentary about the goings on of the foundation. And I'm working on it. That that just reminded me, um, because I I'm I'm a big uh, uh fan slash uh hater slash detractor of a uh, YA dystopian fiction, and I always joke about writing this one uh d- dumb YA parody. I can't remember what the the basis is. I just remember it's like over like something like really stupid of how they have the or like how it's organized or whatever. But that just they imagine like a like a YA like dystopian like SCP, um. I don't know what it would be, but I think that would be really funny. Yeah. My idea brain is going now. God damn it. Good. We set off some bells in your head. 
It happens, you know. Happens to the best of us. Yep. That that you know, I, I just got an idea for it because, like, use like 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 in the Hunger Games, it's like. Like the problem to me, like with these YA dystopias, it's always in America. It's always like like set in the United States. It's just the United States having this problem. And I and I've always thought like, why don't other countries like reach out? Like, are they like like is France just like chilling and they're just like, do you guys like need help? Like, we can give you like fresh resources. And they're like, no, we're fine. Like the SCP finds like a real nation like that, and they keep trying to go like, we can just give you like nuclear power. Like, you don't have to like kill children in death games or resources and they're like no no we're, we're, we're fine we're we're we're, I mean, we're cruising you say that like that's not literally how america works <laughs> uh, well I, I mean i mean yeah that that would be like, us but also every other yeah. country is like why yeah. don't you have free health care and we're like fuck you <laughs> but yeah i see what you mean well I think uh, we should start wrapping it up uh, for now because I have some stuff to do with my family. Uh, it was it was good to have you on, Rad. <clears throat> it was fun to be on. Yes, thank you very much. Fun, fun bunch of dudes. It seems. Yes, and if 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 you want to come back on the show to discuss anything else, you're you're open to. We are uh, our schedule is pretty flexible, so. <laughs> I I will I will tell you mine is kind of slammed for the next while. I got a lot of stuff going on, but I will keep that open invitation in mind. Do you have anything to let our audience know, like any upcoming goals, projects you got in the works? Uh, Find Us Alive episode 27 is premiering on YouTube at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this Friday. Um, You won't want to miss this one. Trust me. It's gonna be fucking wild. I guess by by the time this comes out, that'll be. Oh yeah, it it, it will definitely point. have been out. Um, but you can follow me. I'm on uh YouTube. My channel's called Tan for Rad. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Radiger, uh, R A D D A G H E R. Um, and read SCP six three two two. It's my newest one. It's a slapstick comedy. Ooh. About a midwestern postman intriguing we we are also one of those as midwesterners (laughs) yes very aggressively wisconsin yeah we're not we're not aggressively wisconsin we might aggressively be in wisconsin in november true taking a trip uh colossal con uh the the convention circuit uh colossal con just announced colossal con north in wisconsin so we're probably gonna go because we're gonna hit all the colossal cons this year fun my podcast uh, is tabling at a fan <clears throat> this year we're excited for that but that's not until oh, september cool. so that's in a long time yeah we we uh we we do convention panels a lot um it's one of our things it's th- this podcast is a, a spinoff of a panel we did called mm-hmm. so you think you can read fan fiction that we still do and we will be doing it um I guess past tense, but uh, we're going to a con called Ohio Con in uh, on the fourteenth. So, oh, cool! Before the fourteenth, it's on the yeah. weekend. It's on the weekend. The thirteenth, eleventh to the eleventh through the thirteenth is one of those. There you go. Oh my god, I was right. 
if anyone new is watching this uh, who came because Radger was on the the podcast, uh, we're so you think you can fan in. We read fan fictions. We read SCPs. We discuss writing and whatnot. Uh, we read a bootleg Ch- Kingdom Hearts novel that makes us all want to die called Chain of Memories. Uh, check that out. Uh, and we love you. We love you. We love you. Bye.